Hello, welcome to Asian Glow Up. We're a podcast on connecting to our cultures, navigating our careers, and building community in our early 20s. We're your hosts. I'm Jojo. I'm Jackie. And I'm April. First of all, we just wanted to thank you so much for tuning in. Whether this is your first time listening or if you've been there along the way, we're truly thankful for your support. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about dreams. From dream journals to sleep paralysis and even analyzing the cultural significance of our dreams, we're super excited to be sharing our thoughts with you guys on this topic. So how often do you guys have dreams at night? I know I'm pretty sure I dream every night. Typically, I remember most of it like right when I wake up. But if I start my day and just think about other things, I will completely forget. Like I know for sure that I dreamt last night. Maybe if I try to think about it a little bit harder, I can remember. But for the most part, I can't really tell you what the dream was about. I honestly don't have that many dreams, which I'm kind of sad because I feel like when I do have dreams, they're super vivid. But recently, I can't remember anything within the past few months. Is that is that bad? Months is kind of crazy. I feel like you maybe are dreaming, but you just don't remember when you wake up. Hmm. Like my last vivid dream when we were back in New York, maybe three months ago, I had a dream that was so emotional. It was so vivid that like I felt emotionally affected, but the other ones I really can't remember. Well, that's why I actually keep a dream journal on my phone. It's not really a journal. I just write it down in my notes. But as soon as I wake up, I like to write down every detail that I can remember That helps me picture the dream exactly as it was, like way later in the future. What do you usually do after you write everything down? Like, do you analyze it? Do you take any symbolism from it? Or do you just write it down for memories? I feel like I just write it down just to have. And then if I need to come back to it later, I know that I'll be able to remember pretty much every detail if I wrote it down. So I don't really think of symbolism too much because I don't often have reoccurring dreams. Apparently though, adults and babies dream for two hours every night, even if we claim not to. We just don't remember it. So technically you do have dreams every night. Yeah, because I was just going to say, dreams are just how your brains are figuring things out. Like it's still doing the thinking for you while you're sleeping. So I think it does make sense that everyone like has to dream at some point, you know, even if you don't remember. Because our brains are complicated. Yeah, dreams are just thinking, but then it somehow just comes with that visual aspect to it, I guess. It's like a movie at night. (laughs) (laughs) April, did you have a dream recently that you remember? I dream probably every night. It's just a matter of whether or not I feel the need to remember it or not. For the most part, I honestly don't care about them to like write down every single dream. But I have, similar to Jojo, I have written in my like phone notes a few times what the dreams were about. If I thought they were more interesting or they were funny, I can pull it up really quickly (laughs) if you guys want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes. I think a few weeks ago, I had a very intense dream that when I did wake up, I was like, I need to write this down. So much happened. It's like one of those dreams where a million different things happened, but it all somehow connected, even though in the (laughs) real world, it would make no sense because it was in like 10 different locations and you're just like moving and cutting around and then certain people will be in it at certain times, but then it would just randomly transition to that now it's someone else. So now you're by yourself. Mm hmm. So yeah, this is what I wrote down. The first thing is, I'm waiting in line for food, specifically pho. A girl cuts in front of me and says something, and my friends from high school, Ryan and Casey, are there. And I forgot what she said, but I remember she was gossiping, and I was like, oh my god, that girl in front of me just said this. And I told (laughs) these two guys. And then it fast forwards to, I'm in an elevator, 
Now I'm no longer with Ryan Casey. I'm with my family that I haven't seen in a while, actually. It's like my uncles. And in the elevator, this random white lady is like saying racist shit to us. Oh. And and in the dream, I go up to her, I'm like, don't talk to my family like that. Like, I don't know who you think you yes. are. And I was going go off, off which is funny. Cause like real life April. I don't know if I would do that. I'm not a very <laughs> confrontational person. Like, I'm just not, like, in your face and, like, we'll fight you. Unless it really comes down to that. But in this dream, I was like, oh, hell no. I, like, went up to her and was like, no, like, don't talk to my family like that. Blah, 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 blah. I was just kind of going off. And then it transitions to something else. Wow. Where... This is long. No, this isn't even half of it. It's There's oh so many more notes. Because this was just... Like I said, I typically don't write down all my dreams, but this one was like exceptional in how much has happened and how many people were in it. But back to what you were saying about how you've never had reoccurring dreams. I do have reoccurring dreams sometimes. And I think that's why this dream stood out because I remember thinking while I was in the dream, like, oh, I've been here before. So I kind of like wrote some notes Mm. about that too and like what it looked like. But yeah, it, it, it was supposed to be my New York apartment. It's not what it actually looks like. But in the dream, I knew that I lived there and I was going to my apartment and I was waiting at the elevator and I lived on the eighth floor. And that's why I remember that it was a reoccurring dream because in the it's first time, the eighth floor. Yeah. On the first time I dreamt this, I also went to the eighth floor and I just remember thinking like, oh yeah, like it's time for me to go home. Like I need to click the button and it looks the same. The hallways are white. The doors are blue. The elevator itself was blue too. Have you ever seen this place before? No, I haven't. It's like all made up. Yeah, so it's weird, right? But the number eight is always reoccurring. Yeah, like specifically, I live on the eighth floor. But in my real New York apartment, I live on the ninth floor. So it's not like mm. from that, you know? It's like where did mm-hmm. that eight number come from? And it's it's funny because eight in Chinese culture is a lucky number. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to look at it and be like, you know, I'm going to something good, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Do you guys believe your dreams mean anything? Or do you feel like... These are just electric signals that are passing through your brain and that's all. I think it does have meaning. Maybe humans aren't as smart as we think we are. And (laughs) as we're sleeping, you know, our brains are still thinking about things and still putting pieces together. So I'm not saying like, you know, it can tell you the future or anything, but it can give you kind of a glimpse into maybe what your subconscious is thinking. It's kind of like a window to your thoughts, I guess. It's a window into your mind for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So recently I was looking into a lot of theories and stuff and there's this one guy named Carl Jung. I believe he's like a psychiatrist or a psychoanalyst, something like that. I have it in my notes somewhere, but he mentioned that he believes that dreams are like a bridge between your consciousness and your unconsciousness. So I also feel like dreams are a way to kind of tap into part of your brain that you usually don't have access to. I actually think it's like your ego is finally lowered. So you finally get in tune with other parts in your brain. I just think that dreams are just trying to tell you something, whether like you need to get your life together or something like that. I always try to find meaning from whatever my dreams are telling me. Yeah, I mean, my parents actually think that dreams mean something is going to happen in real life. Like it can sometimes foreshadow something, whether it's positive or negative. Usually when my dad has a bad dream, he will text all of us or let us know in the morning what exactly his dream was and to be careful that day. And nothing has ever actually happened negatively from that, but it does make me feel like I have to kind of be really careful for that entire day, maybe that entire week. And it makes me feel the same way about my dreams. If something really weird or negative happens, I kind of feel like I just have to watch out. How often do you guys have quote unquote bad dreams? Like not necessarily nightmares, but 
maybe just not so positive. The recent one I was telling you guys about earlier, the one that was super emotional, I literally woke up crying. Like I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but I remember waking up just so emotionally affected. There were like tears coming down my face. One of my really close friends, Anika, we always talk about like life and mindset. And I remember coming out of that dream feeling like I needed to contact her. This was when we just got back to New York and I like texted her, I think a day after. And I was like, I know we haven't talked in a while, but like da 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 happened in my dream. And it was literally telling me I needed to contact you and talk about whatever is going in my life right now. I'm looking at my notes too. And it says right here, August 10th, crazy dream as a title and I go through a funeral and then people were telling me I was stealing a spotlight and I didn't deserve to be there and then all of a sudden I missed jury duty and the police were chasing after me I don't know crazy ass dream but I woke up I just felt so emotionally moved that I don't know like it, it really affected me and I still remember it to this day I feel like when I'm really stressed or anxious I have pretty crazy dreams that don't always make me feel great when I wake up but they're not necessarily bad or anything. The week before Thanksgiving, I was taking off that whole next week off work. So I think I was just feeling a lot of pressure to get my work done. But my dream that I wrote down has nothing to do with work. It was about not having control in my life. So the dream was my brother was a baby and I was trying to put him in a carrier, but it was on top of a horse and the horse was trying to squish his head. And then there were so many different horses that appeared and I could choose the perfect one to put the carrier on, but they all just weren't right. I went home and then there was some naked stranger man in my bed who was really scary. And I remember being just angry because I had just washed my sheets (laughs) and that is it. So I don't really know what that means. Obviously I just like didn't have control of the situation, but it's just weird. I have very abstract dreams that that don't make sense very abstract no i remember perfectly and in the dream it made sense i was like this horse is going to try to squish his head so i can't put the carrier on top like that's so weird i don't think i really have dreams like that mine are usually like everyday realistic things i like could actually be doing or seeing or whatever i never dream about like random horses and (laughs) putting stuff you know i don't know are you dreaming in first person or in third person my dreams are always in first person me too Are your dreams in color? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Are yours not? So is everything like black and white? All I remember is what is happening, but I can't specifically see the colors, if that makes sense. Like I see the figures and the outlines and everything, but just not all the colors all at once. Isn't that a form of aphantasia? Wait, I don't get what you mean by you don't necessarily see your dreams in color. This is literally aphantasia. It's that test with imagine an apple in your mind. What kind of apple is it? And there's a version that's like black and white. So that might be what you have. It's like I can see the black and white apple, but I can place a color to it. So I'm, I'm seeing the apple that's like just the figure on the outside. And I'm like dragging a red color onto the apple. And now I see it as red. Like mentally, that makes sense. You're literally dragging a color onto it. Like my mind is now filling in the colors because I don't know. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, that never happens to me. I can usually picture something exactly as I remember it. When you guys wake up abruptly from your dream and you go back to sleep right away trying to resume it, does it always resume right where you left off or does it change like completely opposite? Two weeks after my dog passed, I had a dream where... 
I knew I had to show her something and I could see her body from behind and she looked really happy and healthy. For those who don't know, my dog passed and she was 16 and she was very skinny because she had cancer, but we didn't know. But long story short, in this dream, she looked super healthy and young, but I never actually saw her face. And then I briefly woke up and I remember thinking kind of panicked, like I have to get back to that dream to see what she wanted me to see because she was obviously trying to lead me somewhere. It kind of looked like heaven. Everything was very bright and white and clean looking. She was taking me towards this lighted area. So it's very weird to recall it. But I remember telling my mom about this dream and she was like, it's actually not good to see loved ones who passed in a dream because that means they haven't gone to heaven yet or they're needing something from me before they can go. So it feels weird because I haven't seen her since, but I'm like, how do I make sure she gets what she needs? Do you guys ever have dreams that involve loved ones who passed or connections to the afterlife? And what do you guys think that means? I feel like I haven't had a direct experience, but the thing is I believe in spirits and ghosts. And if they're still in this life, then they have unfinished business. I don't know what that business is, but until they are, you know, until they reach their closure, then they can go to heaven. But this is also you guys believing in heaven because like that's also a piece of it. Right. Even though I've never had an experience of someone coming to me um, that passed away in a dream, my mom has, and she's told me a few stories about this, actually. So the first one, it was my dad's younger brother. He unexpectedly passed away. And I don't remember how how close it was to after he died, but basically he came to her dream in kind of like home loungewear. He was wearing like boxers and like a tank top. <laughs> and he was basically saying like, oh, like I need clothes and money. And my mom, when my mom woke up, she was like, oh, shit, we had to get this and like, in quote unquote, give it to him, you know? So in Chinese culture, I don't know if it's Chinese specifically, but there's like stores in Chinatown specifically meant for, um, what are those called? Like the shrines you have, you know, in your house. Do you know what I'm talking about? So it's kind of like the little shrine situation and they sell like paper money, um, paper houses, paper clothes so my mom bought like a ton of that and that weekend we like burned them this is when we still live in oakland so i was really young it was so when you we went were... with her yeah well you just buy the stuff and you bring it home and you have that little it's kind of shaped like a trash can but it's meant to like burn <laughs> things but yeah so we like burned a bunch of that to send to him basically so he'll have clothes and money and a house and offer life and everything so that was the first dream. And then in the second dream, this was probably before the uncle, actually, because this is my dad's dad. So my grandpa, he died when I was really young. So I actually don't have too many memories of him. But apparently he also came to my mom in a dream. I don't know. Like, it's weird to think about because, you know, when my mom was telling me these stories, I, I was thinking of, you know, what would I do if that happened? Like, would I be scared? It's interesting that it was so direct. Like, I need this and this. And then yeah, he seemed at peace and he never came back everything is so advanced now like i've even seen paper iphones and all that stuff have you seen those wait really oh I okay so koreans don't do that so can you just give a little bit of background it's like burning worldly possessions to send with them to heaven or so it's not real like we're not burning real money or like a real it's like it represents the real things you know when you think of the terracotta soldiers for example like you know the pyramids and the mummies and whatever they're buried with all these things to take with them to the afterlife so in this case it's like you're sending them these things that they might need by burning them if that makes sense (laughs) yeah that makes sense Another funny note that I want to mention is like the bison, you know, when you're praying and you have fruit there too, there's just something about like 
it's not my fruit, if that makes sense. Like it's the whoever you're giving it to, it's theirs. So sometimes my mom will cut me fruit and I'll ask her and I'm like, where did you get this? And she's like, oh, it's bison. And I'm like, whoa, 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 I this is not mine. I should not be eating this. No, no, no. Thank you. Oh, my God, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Like my mom was saying like, no, it's supposed to like replenish you and all that stuff. But then in my mind, I'm like, that fruit is not mine. Like I it's not my fruit to eat. Oh my gosh. I could see them being happy that you brought it to them, but also being happy that you're making your earthly body stronger. I mean, because when you buy a sun, you're not giving them literal fruit. It's like the representation of it. The fruit itself can (laughs) still be eaten by you. (laughs) It's interesting that your mom's dream was so direct, because Mm -hmm. if you think about my dog example... That was so vague and I had no, I mean, maybe it's also because dogs can't speak. So maybe- Oh my God, imagine if Jojo like talked to you in the dream. Okay, so so a little bit of background for literally everyone who doesn't know this because no one really knows this. My dog's name was Jojo. That is a very long story that we don't need to get into. But (laughs) yeah, I think it'd be scarier if she asked me for stuff. Yeah, no, that would be scary. (laughs) I would be terrified. So I guess it's kind of nice she was taking me away somewhere. It's like her showing you that she's okay, she's on her way, you know? Yeah. And maybe kind of like, not like a see you soon, that's kind of scary, but like (laughs) she's waiting for you, you know? Yeah, it was weird because I also remember having to show her something of my own, but I don't know if I ever got to it. April, if someone you know who passed away came to you in a dream asking you for things, Would you also burn them for them? I think yes, because it doesn't hurt anyone to do it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's real or not, but who am I to say that it's 100% not possible, right? So if if it's going to cost me 50 bucks to buy all this stuff and just burn it, and hopefully, you know, it might help someone, especially (laughs) if it's someone that I love, like, why not? Yeah. I personally don't fully believe that if a loved one comes to you, it means that they didn't make it up there or they necessarily need something. Yeah, I think it's different if they specifically ask for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like my uncle, because like, come on, that's so like trippy, right? If he that's literally trippy. showed up in like tank top and boxers and was like, I need clothes, <laughs> it's cold, like I need a house, I need money. I mean, if it was just a random person that was like, hey just wanted to pop in and say hi like that's different you know but they were like oh i need they literally needed clothes yeah Yeah. i mean i don't know my mom bought like a bunch of um suits and shirts and like outfits and i i think i would too just because i've seen my family do it before like i said it can't hurt right have you ever had like dreamception like a dream within a dream I think I have. I think I've had times where I quote unquote woke up and I thought I was awake and I was like, whoa, that was a weird dream and I'm doing something else. But then later I actually wake up and I'm like, did I just dream? Did I just like wake up (laughs) from a dream in my dream? I don't think I remember that ever happening to me. I feel like, yeah, I'm same with April. Like I'll wake up thinking that like I'm fully awake, but I'm still in another dream, just like a different situation. And then I'll wake up again into like my actual body body. Have you ever had it happen where it happens more than once? So like you wake up and you wake up again and then you actually finally wake up? Oh my God. I ha- I don't know if it's o- like, it happens often to me. Really? Like I'll what? wake up as like, oh, like say if I'm getting, it's like a nightmare dream and I'm getting killed in like the second inception <laughs> part. So I wake up, but I'm still dreaming. And then I'm like, this is weird. I think at that point I'm kind of in a lucid dream. Mm. So, cause I'm like, oh wait, I woke up, but I can still control things in my mind. I can, it, it's not the regular normal world or reality that I'm in. And so then like a, I'm like in like that awake. Do you think that's why 
you both have had sleep paralysis before because I have never had sleep paralysis and I also don't remember having dreams within dreams. So I feel like they could be linked. Interesting. I don't know. I've never thought about that. I usually get sleep paralysis when I'm like super, super tired or stressed. But I know you, April, you've had it consistently, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think my sleep paralysis was caused by a few different things. The first time I ever had sleep paralysis, I think was in high school and I didn't know what it was. So when Mm. I woke up and I couldn't move and I couldn't do anything, I freaked out. I just remember my heart beating so fast to the point where I've never had any any experience like that before, where it literally felt like, you know, that saying like your heart's about to like beat out of your chest. That's what it felt like because I was so scared. Like I panicked because I didn't know what was happening. I don't really remember it happening much after that. But then my second year of college, I was doing like a full workload during my orgs and I was working two part-time jobs. And I think I was just really stressed from everything. And then the sleep paralysis came really badly. It got to the point where every night when I was going to sleep, in my mind, I'm just like, another night of sleep paralysis or whatever. Like, I, I started oh, wow. expecting it, like, every single night. And it did come at, at least every other night. I think that went on for a few months. And I don't remember what exactly stopped it. Maybe I quit one of my jobs and I <laughs> had more time to myself, maybe. After it was really bad for those few months, they came kind of on and off for the rest of college. And then ever since I moved to New York, it hasn't been as bad. It still happens every now and then, but I feel like it's no longer stress-induced. I think it's more so sleep hygiene. So before, it was when there was a lot going on in my life and I was just feeling stressed out about everything. Now... I think it only happens when I sleep too early, I wake up at 2, 3 a.m., I go on my phone for like two hours <laughs> and I'm just not doing anything. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep now. Usually when I go back to sleep, more often than not, I will get it. But mm. at this point, I've had it so many times that it doesn't scare me anymore. It just kind of like is annoying, to be honest. I'm just kind of like, Ugh, okay. And then I like try to move or I'm just like, maybe I can just go back to sleep. <laughs> and I like try to go to sleep like while in sleep paralysis. But when it was really bad my second year, I've had instances where I saw things, where I felt things, where I heard things. It's really scary. So Jackie, I don't know if if you've ever experienced any of that. I've only had one experience where I was in sleep paralysis and I remember picturing my room in college and there was a dark figure at the door. Mm. And then in sleep paralysis, the only way I can get out of it is finding movement in my pinky toe. That is like the (laughs) only way I can get out of it because that's the only body part that I can move. And then I'll slowly bring feelings back into my body. Then I can wake myself up. Mm -hmm. But when that first happened, it it was really scary because I've always heard sleep paralysis where people feel a pressure on top of them or they feel something is there. And usually that's never happened to me until this one time where... I saw this really dark figure and then when I woke up it was still there and I think I was just so scared that I like curled into a ball and then just forced myself to sleep but usually with sleep paralysis I'm a little more used to it. You woke up and it was still there? What do you mean by that? (laughs) Like was it like I don't know something in the corner? You know like a dream it's still kind of hazy like after you wake up you're still a little hazy. Like you could still see it in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still felt like it was still there. Oh, in my this, like, God. Uh, you should have, like, turned all your lights on. And, like, I would have thrown something. <laughs> like, go to your roommate's Dude, it, room. Like, can I just sleep with you tonight? <laughs> I was, no, I'm usually, like, I, I'm very particular on 
when I sleep, a chair cannot be facing me. My door always has to be closed. Everything has to be in its place when I sleep. Yeah. But I think that day I was just, I fell asleep with the door open. And which oh my I never God, I have the do. same exact experience as that. Sleeping with your door open and something scary happening? Yeah, because I've only ever seen something once. And it was my second year of college. I was exhausted. I just had like a crazy long day. I came back to my apartment and I literally just plopped on my bed. I think I took my shoes off, but I was still wearing my day clothes. I didn't wash my face. I think my light was still on probably or either that or I just never turned it on in the first place Like I just plopped and I didn't close my door and like Jackie I always close my door and that mm-hmm. night I got sleep paralysis and I my door wasn't open all the way It was only like slightly cracked open and in that sleep paralysis situation I saw a dark figure at my door like peering in so scary <laughs> so that was the only time I ever saw anything but I've felt like my blanket being moved. I felt, you know, when you're in bed and someone sits at the end of your bed and you feel like a pressure. Dude, April, I have chills right now. <laughs> oh my, no, seriously. I've also heard things, but when I hear things, it's people that I know. So like, for example, one time I heard my mom talking to me and I don't remember what any of these people said. It's, it's honestly really weird and it hasn't happened to me in a while, but my second year of college was a mess. Also, for those who don't know, Sleep paralysis is a state where when you're either falling asleep or about to wake up, your mind is awake itself, but your body is not awake. So there are times where my body literally is not moving, even though I'm trying to move my arms or whatever. And I'm like screaming internally, hoping someone else can hear it. But like, I just hear everything around me and I'm like, why can't I move? And that's where it goes to my pinky toe. And I'm like, why is this the only movement of my body I can feel? No, that's a good tip for anyone who will maybe get sleep paralysis one day or Jojo. If you ever get it, try to focus. It doesn't have to necessarily be your pinky toe, but just one body part. Just try to move that like finger or toe or whatever. And Mm -hmm. that like usually helps your body wake up. But back to what Jackie was saying about how like she's screaming internally. I've never done that specifically, but I do remember. (laughs) But I do remember. I remember like maybe once or twice where I've gotten it when I was at Brian's. So I'm awake, right? But my body's not moving. I know that Brian's next to me. And how do I somehow flinch or move so that Brian will wake me up from this? And obviously it's never oh worked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I've like have tried not saying, but in my mind, I'm like, Brian, wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do you guys sleep talk? I don't think so. Not that I know of. I do not. I don't I just, either. I just grind my teeth. <laughs> which is oh, me too. <laughs> but I'm it's a really insane. bad teeth grinder, apparently. Yeah, I have TMJ, which stands for... Let me look it up. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is temporomandibular joint. What is TMJ? Temporomandibular <laughs> no, joint but, like, dysfunction. What is it? it actually makes your jaw lock, but not oh, super shit. scary. Like, There's actually a condition called lock jaw, which is separate, but... Sometimes when I'm taking a big bite of food or chewing on something hard, my jaw will just click and then it'll be really annoying and I have to like slide it out of place. Oh my God. Whoa. This, you will wake up from your dream with like a locked jaw? No. It's usually oh. just when I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'd be so scared. <laughs> no, but I've had dentists recommend that I sleep with like a night guard and stuff, but yeah. I haven't, but maybe I should. Same. <laughs> Have you guys ever had those dreams where the dreams feel so vivid and real and you wake up and you think it has happened, but you like talk to other people and you're like, oh my God, this person did this, this, and this. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) I usually, even if it's super realistic, when I wake up, I know that it was just a dream. 
Yeah, same. Mm. When you say that, one dream comes to mind. I can see and visualize snapshots of this one specific dream that was so vivid. I know it was a dream, but I, I can remember it like it was a memory. Yeah. Sometimes I can't differentiate between the two. I'm like, did this happen as a dream or did this happen as a memory? Oh, really? Sometimes I don't want to bring it up to people because I'm like, I don't know if this actually <laughs> happened. But like in my mind, I'm like, it feels like it did. Okay, so typically do your dreams have like other people that you know in yeah, realistic usually... situations? Because my dreams are like super, like I'm in the jungle. There's no way in hell that actually happened, <laughs> you know? Yours are always just in weird places. Not always, but for Jackie, if she like is saying that sometimes she has trouble differentiating, that must mean that mm -hmm. it's pretty realistic. There was um one thing that I read where everyone that you see in your or I I believe this, but everyone you see in your dream is someone you might have come across by that your mind has picked up. Yeah. So say if I'm at like a coffee shop and I see this one person, like not like I notice them at all. They're just like in my peripheral, but they'll show up in my dream, and I'm like this is so weird. Like I saw them for a split second, but my mind took it enough where they put them in my dream. And usually my dreams are more realistic. I've heard that yeah. theory, but I don't know if I believe it. Like the theory mm. of how your brain can't make up a face. It just kind of stores faces you've seen in real life and uh -huh. then brings them into your dream. I mean, I'm sure there's science that could back it up. I'm always just like, really now? My brain can't imagine <laughs> a face. <laughs> Have you ever seen yourself in a dream? Like, have you looked in a mirror while in a dream mm. or like a reflection? I can't really remember doing that. I haven't had it in a dream, but during COVID, I got super into meditation where there are like specific meditations where you try to reach your inner self. And when they walk you through it, it's like you're supposed to look in the mirror and see yourself and try to talk to that person. And I think that Whoa. was... It was so weird, but that was a very life-changing meditation experience because I really felt like I was talking to a different part of me that I wasn't able to connect with. And I finally reached it through that mirror. And now to this day, I remember the layout of the room and everything, like all the details, where I was sitting, where the mirror is at, how tall it is. It was just like a, a very visual meditation experience, but that was the first time they walk you through like look in the mirror and imagine yourself. And at that moment, it like clicked for me. So you were like awake this whole time. And this is kind of like a, what are those called? Like those meditations that you follow? Yeah, yeah, like a guided meditation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you should send it to us. Oh, you sh yeah, you guys should do it. I sat here and I was like, I am a new person after this. <laughs> wow. So what did you and Mirror you talk about? I think just like getting my life together, that and just like going into the details of like what I need to change in my life, what I'm unhappy with and what I want to work on mm -hmm. and kind of just really evaluating things. I know I need to change but I won't admit it, if that makes sense. But finally having to look through that mirror, it's like, hey, get your shit together. <laughs> Interesting. Are there other symbols in your culture or that your parents have taught you that represent something in dreams? Like, for example, in Korean culture, apparently dreaming about a pig is super lucky. And the other week I had a dream that I got a pet teacup pig and it was the cutest thing and it made me oh so God. happy. Aww. We and then I heard that actually... There's no such thing as a teacup pig. They're just malnourished. And if you feed them <gasps> correctly, they will grow to be full size. So. Oh my god. I, I don't know why, but when you said teacup pig, I literally thought a teacup that was the pig. Wait, you thought I was talking about that the whole time? No, I I mean, you just said it. But like, you know, Chip from Beauty and the Beast? I was yeah, imagining I was like talking about that. I thought you were talking about like a cup that had like a pig. I don't know. Anyways. Jojo, I can see you raising a, a pig. In the back 
<laughs> I could. No, but it was really cute and it made me just like happy because it was so cute. And when I woke up, I remember always hearing that pigs are very lucky and it's a good omen. This actually reminds me of something. It's also not my dream again. It's my mom's. So when my mom was growing up in China, they raised pigs and like chickens and like all types of stuff, right? And it was my mom's job to make sure that the pigs are fed. So she was the one going outside every day, giving them the grain and whatever the pigs ate. And she did this every day for a very, very long time. And even in her adult life in America, like years and years after she had to do that, she told me once that she had a dream that she forgot to go feed the pigs. And around this time, we got new piggy banks. And when she woke up, she got like hella cash and like stuffed the piggy banks with money because she was like, I forgot to feed the pigs. Like, I still Aww. need to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that just made me think of that. It's funny. Interesting. Are there other objects or instances that you've learned are bad or good omens? I've never really talked to my family about this type of stuff, like what you see in dreams or not. I don't think my mom really, mm. not that she doesn't believe in it because clearly she does, but like I think she thinks of it more as like signs that the universe or yourself is trying to tell you as opposed to yeah. like here's a symbol like of symbolism. Good luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I'm taking yeah. the the eighth floor elevator thing as a symbol of good luck. So I guess it's just how yeah. you want to interpret it. Everything's subjective. So there was an article that I was reading that talks about symbolism and dreams and I think April you've mentioned I think one of the nightmares you had right is like breaks don't work or like stuff like that yes that's a recurring it's weird though I don't really look at it as a nightmare I guess it is (laughs) it's kind of terrifying yeah but are you scared when it happens in the dream or are you just like oh my break's not working I think it's more like, like, obviously, I feel some type of way about it. I think it's more like I feel anxiety around it because I do feel anxiety Mm. around driving in real life. Like, I hate driving. So in my dreams, it's kind of the same feeling of like, fuck, (laughs) why am I driving? (laughs) Yeah, it was really interesting because this article I was reading was kind of taking these things that are happening in the dreams and trying to put symbolism to it and trying to find like, what does this really mean? So, for example, one of the ones here shows breaks don't work and what it was trying to symbolize is that your life is moving too fast you can't slow down always consider what dream imagery could say about what's happening in your body so there's one about like driving in reverse where that could mean like you're going in the wrong direction or you're having like a setback or even like a narrow road meaning your choices are limited Mm -hmm. so I think it's really interesting when you actually pinpoint certain things and try to take some value out of it if you believe it means something. Yeah, no, I I do believe in the symbolism that you kind of just said. But for me personally, when I have these types of like car slash driving slash brake type dreams, I think for me, it's a lot more literal because I am literally afraid of <laughs> that happening or um, like I just hate driving. So I think it's like my anxiety of driving seeping into my dreams. But I do see what you mean. So on the same topic of symbolism, I actually brought up one of my dreams in therapy recently and I kind of downplayed it. I was like, oh, you know, I have dreams all the time and they're just whatever. And my therapist, she kind of reminded me, you know, dreams are actually a very powerful tool used in therapy and they can obviously say a lot about your subconscious and how you truly feel about something. So she actually encouraged me to, I already do this, but she encouraged me to write down every single dream and every single detail, you know, not just for her, but for me to be able to reflect back on, which I don't do enough. I literally just write it down. And then if I happen to think, oh, this could be funny to read right now, then I'll go back to it. But she mentioned thinking of patterns and connecting themes 
could actually be helpful. It's interesting because the dream I talked to her about, it felt very real. It was happening in a setting that could literally happen tomorrow. I was meeting some old friends and there was one girl in particular who I'm not really friends with anymore. And she was gossiping about me as soon as I got to the table. And ultimately she revealed that she had slept with my ex-boyfriend, which would not happen in real life. I don't think, I mean, who knows? She's not that great of a person. But in my dream, I was just like, this is so real. I really feel bad right now. And then I remember leaving. And when I woke up, I knew it was a dream, but I just didn't even realize I still had those feelings about her and anxiety relating to how she treated me when we were friends. So it's very weird. I think going on the same thing, since I truly believe that like it's kind of tapping into your subconscious that you usually don't have access to, then maybe it's like trying to tell me something or... Have you guys ever had dreams about your significant other cheating on you? Oh yeah, I'll tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think this happened to me just like two weeks ago. I think I sent the screenshot (laughs) to you guys of what I said after, but I texted Brian. I was like, you cheated on me in my dream or something like that. (laughs) And he apologized. And I was like, why are you saying you're sorry? And he was just like, I don't know, because dreamy did something bad. Yeah, I was like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Do you guys ever find yourself daydreaming? I, I feel like I daydream so often, like I will get lost in thought or I'll just be standing, like say if I'm waiting in line and I'll just be daydreaming and there are multiple times where people come up to me and you're like, oh, hey, like, hello, like, are you there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But like, this happens like more often than not. I never daydream. Yeah, I really? I don't daydream that often. I kind of like space out sometimes. I don't know, that counts where I'm just thinking about something else, but like one thing to me that that's that's not daydreaming to that's me just I'm thinking. just thinking about something else <laughs> yeah but I'm so involved with that new thought that I'm not like really that present anymore oh. so the actual definition of a daydream is it's a series of pleasant thoughts that distract one's attention from the present so yeah I've definitely not really ever had that wait so really? Jackie what are you daydreaming about when you when you daydream like your future yeah like um just daydreaming of what I could be doing like my mind will build a whole environment so I (laughs) I will be sitting sometimes and I'll just Mm -hmm. be dreaming of like me walking down the streets of New York City and like what I'll be doing and what it be who I'd be talking to or who I'm with and I get so lost in thought she said law of attraction (laughs) wow I never do that. Yeah, it happens really, really often where I'll just be sitting and be lost in thought until I'm like, oh shit, maybe I have stuff to do. The closest thing like that that happens to me is that I kind of reflect on the past or I think of certain memories, but Mm. it's not enough to the point where I'm like, oh shoot, I've been thinking about that for an hour now. I need to get back to the present. (laughs) It'll be for like two minutes. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Jackie, what you're saying, I I can kind of relate to a little bit. I do find myself very often thinking like what my life will be like in the future and what I can do to get there. But to me, I don't consider it daydreaming. I think I'm just thinking. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, know how Jojo just said she like reflects on the past. I think it's just the opposite where my mind is thinking in a futuristic way, like how to work backwards in that almost Mm. like, oh, if I want to be here in 10 years, what do I need to do today to get myself there? I don't think that's quite what you were doing. Yeah. I should take your advice and actually find the steps that will get me there. Because I think I just sit here dreaming of like, wow, I could be traveling in Korea right now. And like just imagining all the cafes I can be going to. Or like all the- <laughs> but do you see all of it in color is my question. 
(laughs) (laughs) Or do you see it in black and white and then you drag and drop color onto it later? (laughs) I'm dead. I I think it's in color. It is in color. Because I'm seeing color now. But like when I'm dreaming, it's weird because my dreams feel vivid as in like I see a lot of the details. But I'm not like looking at like a painting, if that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I do that. I thought it was, I thought everyone did, but I guess not. (laughs) There's definitely like dreamer type personalities. Like at work, we all took a, I forget what type of personality. Oh, what type of creative are you from Adobe? And mine was the visionary. And we had a lot of daydreamer coworkers. So maybe they do the same as you. Oh. I'll send you guys the the link. I think that one's an interesting personality Wait, assessment. Yeah. If I'm like ever lost in thought when we hang out, like that's probably why. I'm just sitting here imagining <laughs> daydreaming off. What's like the craziest dream you guys remember involving each other? Oh, like all like us? Have we ever appeared in your dreams? I'm sure you guys have prepared plenty of times, but I can't remember on the top of my head most of them. But I can think of one. And the only reason I remember is because I texted Jojo about it after I dreamt it. We were in a room with a bunch of other people and people were sleeping. So it was like a cabin. And the so it's like wooden ceilings and everything. But the windows were floor to ceiling um, and you can see outside. So I woke up first. Jojo was still sleeping and she was next to me. We were in like sleeping bags. I don't know who the other people in the in the room were, but it was a full room. Like people were just sleeping in the middle of this room. Jojo was still sleeping and I looked outside the window because the windows are so big. <laughs> and it looked like Animal Crossing. It was like an <laughs> Animal Crossing scene. What? And it was like a huge lake. And I remember being like, oh my god, Jojo, like, wake up, like, look outside. But, and that's all I remember. I don't remember you waking up. I don't remember you, like, saying anything. I just remember you were there. And I remember seeing Animal Crossing outside. And I <laughs> and I texted you after I woke up about it. And I know for a fact that Jackie and Stacy and Joey and everyone else basically have been in my dreams before, but I can't remember them right now. So I actually just did a search in my notes of your names, and I found one where you guys and Stacy are in it and I don't remember this this is from August 2020 so earlier this year Stacy April and Jackie and I are watching Midsummer, and I have never seen that movie I'm confused but they're forcing me to watch very certain scenes it's kind of scary there's a product launch where you get to meet the characters from the movie we go and then all of a sudden Stacy sees a fridge and says this fridge is the best fridge I've ever seen wake up (laughs) what that makes no sense they're <laughs> I've never seen Midsummer, so don't know where that I came from. Either Jojo, you should start finding the trends in all your journal. I should, right? Uh, I'm gonna look like that meme where that guy has like everything on the board, yeah. and he's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I can think of is when we were all in New York together, in Brooklyn at the house. I remember waking up and feeling like, oh, remember how I was saying sometimes I can't differentiate like what happened in real life or my dreams. Mm-hmm. I think one of the days like I woke up and I was like oh my god Jojo and April are mad at me like I just don't know why but like, I have this feeling that you guys were mad and then I remember going downstairs and just talking to you guys and you guys just seemed so normal and I'm like I'm so confused like are they not mad at me like what is going on <laughs> and I think you guys just like never brought it up so I'm like okay I'm pretty sure it's a dream because they just never said anything. Why were we mad at you? I don't know but I just remember like you guys were just furious and when I I went downstairs I'm like why are they so happy like, why are they- <laughs> you should have confronted yeah, us that's all 
I should yeah. I should have been like, did this happen? You guys would probably be like, what? No. We're like, Jackie's fucking crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I think that kind of ties back to how my, my dreams aren't always 100% realistic. Like, I was in the cabin in the middle of nowhere and it was Animal Crossing outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell that could have been real versus you're like, they're mad yeah. at me because this happened, even though I don't remember what this was. Yeah. All right, now we're transitioning to a segment that we like to call takeout time, where we just ask each other some rapid fire questions. Do you guys have sex dreams? <laughs> yes, who doesn't? Yeah. Who's the most inappropriate person that you've had a dream with? It doesn't have to be a sex dream, just like, like, why did I dream about that person? <laughs> inappropriate? Or like random, I guess. Sometimes I literally have faceless people. Like, I can't remember what they look like. Oh, that's oh my god, weird. that's so scary. No, in the dream they have a face, but when I wake up, I'm just like, they're a normal person. I don't know who they are, but I will like have had relations with them and I'm like, ew, I don't know who they are. Do you guys have people like reoccurring guests in your dreams? Like who would you say is my the person side that characters? comes back often? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who are my side characters in my dream? I don't know. I feel like it's a good mixture. I feel like it rotates between people who I talk to the most. Mm-hmm. It's just random. Yeah, I would say mine is a mix too. Would you rather have one crazy dream once a year or would you rather have many casual dreams throughout the year? Many casual dreams. Casual dreams. What do you mean by crazy though? Like it's a movie, there's a beginning, middle, climax, end, epilogue. I actually oh. love those dreams. Wait, I'm going to switch my answer. I want that. <laughs> uh, I think casual dreams, even though I really, I actually really do like when that happens. I don't know. The question's kind of crazy because it's once a year. Yeah. Wait, wait, Jackie, I just thought of, do you know that K-drama you watched when you were sleeping? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Susie's character, when she dreams, it happens in real life. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question for you guys is, would you want to have that superpower or that ability? Do you get to control the dream or it's just literally whatever you dream happens? Whatever you dreams happens, but you can try to change, change it. it. I don't think I would want that. That would freak me out. It's too much responsibility. Yeah. In the show, when she was younger, she dreamt that her dad died and then it mm-hmm. happened and then it was like a whole thing. I think I would because I re-listened to the 36 questions that we did, right? And one of the first questions is like, would you want to be famous? And I'm like, oh, no, I wouldn't. And now like I changed my answer for everything because it's like the probability that you would be famous or actually have like, I would say I'm normal, but the probability of like not being normal is so little that like I want that chance to be something completely like have a power or like be famous or whatever. Would you rather have one dream that is the same environment that keeps on building from one storyline or how it is now where it's like completely random each time? Oh my god, you can literally live a second life in your dreams yeah. if it just keeps going. Right? Wait, guys, that I saw something so on TikTok where this girl does that. Like what does she that even builds mean? her. She Oh my god, what is it called? She like builds a world and people like comment on her TikTok saying they're so jealous. She does it for the Vampire Diaries, and she'll put out items, and she'll smell scents and stuff, and wear certain clothes, and she says that she'll go to a dream world, and sometimes it's for 24 hours, where she's Catherine from the Vampire Diaries, and apparently this is the thing, and you have to, like, write everything down, so you map it out, what you want when she goes to sleep. This doesn't sound real. Is this kind of like lucid dreaming? It's kind of like lucid dreaming. Hold on. I have to find... I can't believe I just remembered this. Wait, that's wild. Honestly, if you made it this far, then you're a real one. Thank you so much for listening. We would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, then you definitely should be because you're missing out. 
And you can find us at Asian Glow Up Pod. See you next week.